the Trent, the Jet, they like agents on top of pavements, peppermint patty fragrance. Taking the credits when they spits and spritz a chip and dip a dip and dell, I pin the tail. Death throw the penalty ID, throwing your identity, theft crime in the night, pick pop, keep the lock, stop, drop, roll the dice, double double dough, eat the rock road, Rochambeau, tic tac toe, crossing a roll with the nice flow, with my industry, see me room, room, play monopoly with my commodities, stop the eyes and cross the teeth. How do you do, Venters? On today's episode, I reunite with my friend Michael Calderon, who is now known as Mr. Pasadena. During our conversation, we talk about all things Pasadena. I even give him a Pasadena trivia pop quiz. If you love Pasadena, you will enjoy this episode. If you are not familiar with the city, then this episode will pique your interest. How do you do, Venters? Well, today I am in a city that's near and dear to my heart, the City of Roses, Pasadena, California, and I'm visiting with my friend, Michael Calderon, who I have not seen in nearly 20 years, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I was a member of the Pasadena Tournament of Roses Association, and believe it or not, 20 years later, he is still a member and and going strong. And better than that, he is now known as Mr. Pasadena. And he doesn't like to say it, but he is a local celebrity. And so, uh, Michael, I want to, or Mr. Pasadena, should I say, I want (laughs) to welcome you to Vent with Trent the Gent. Why, thank you so much. I, you know, you could call me Michael. You know, everybody (laughs) calls me Mr. Pasadena because you know why? In a crowded room, you know, and you say, Michael, you know, nobody turns their head. Well, everyone turns their head. (laughs) Ten Michaels in the room. Yeah, there's ten Michaels or ten Michaels are going to turn their head. But you shout Mr. Pasadena, and I tell you, there's only should be one guy turning their head and looking around, and that would be me. Nice. Love it. So let's talk all things Pasadena today. So just let's get to how everyone's probably wondering how did you become known or how did you get the nickname of Mr. Pasadena? Well, it started uh, in the 90s. Um, I had a job and just like everybody else has jobs and every Friday we would get together around the water cooler and, and, and I would ask, you know, what, what are you guys doing for the weekend? And they would commonly come back with, oh, we're going to the beach. Well, most of them were actually Westsiders, so that's what they did. They, they went to the beach. And after a while, they said, hey, you know, what are you doing, Mike? And I go, oh, my goodness, as I wound up to tell a story about what's going on in Pasadena. Because I love Pasadena, and I always have. And, and I would just go into great detail as to what the events are in Pasadena. Because there's events 365 days a year in Pasadena. Not just our wonderful parade and game, but... We have events throughout the entire year. So I just wanted to let everybody know that they should come to Pasadena. And, you know, maybe begrudgingly, they did come from time to time with me to enjoy these amazing events. Um, then one Friday, um, I was doing something, and I overheard them talking about somebody by the name of Mr. Pasadena. And I was like, they know somebody called Mr. Pasadena? Like, what is that all about? I mean, I got to meet this guy. As I kind of peered over to find out who it was, uh, there was a sad look, sad looking face looking back. It was like, oh, Mike, yeah. Hey, I just want to let you know that's what we call you <laughs> when, when you're not around. Oh, 
really. So it was kind of a, a, a dirty nickname at first because they said, I, I never shut up about Pasadena, which is true to form. I really don't. I, I talk about it all the time to everybody that listen. And um, that's how I got the nickname, Mr. Pasadena. And after a while, everybody, everybody was cool. Actually, my, my name, Michael, was dropped. People would just, who I didn't even know I was introduced to as Mr. Pasadena. And it just stuck. And everybody that I knew in the office and around the office, um, that's what they called me. And after a while, um, you know, I, I, just, I just adopted the persona, you know, and I was living it. And when I turned 40, you know, you ask, you look in the mirror and you say, well, what can I do or what should I be doing with my life? And um, I said, you know what? I'm going to write a blog. I've done so many amazing things in my life and so proud of so many things. And yet, I, I want to try blog. What do you do? What do you write about? So I decided to bring back the nickname, Mr. Pasadena, and I started blogging under the name of Mr. Pasadena. And that's all I would talk about was what was going on in Pasadena, since I thought I knew a thing or two. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about some of those things hopefully today, and you'll give us some tips and some things <laughs> that we ought to know about in okay. Pasadena. So this might be a, a, a stupid question. Were you born in Pasadena? Actually, no. I wasn't born in Pasadena. Um, my, my wonderful parents uh, unfortunately got a divorce when I was eight years old. And so, um, you know, my mom, I love my mom. She's out in Santa Clarita. And my dad moved out here to Pasadena. And so, you know, I grew up riding my bike around Pasadena, all uh, over Pasadena. What age was that? Uh, how old was I? Yeah. By the time I was really riding my bike around, it was around junior high, high school mm -hmm. time. And, uh, you know, that was a great time to just enjoy Pasadena. Of course, I really saw Pasadena grow up at that point. Um, you know, I mean, the, the moniker of old Pasadena and the magnet that it is for a lot of friends and tourists, it wasn't that way. It was a lot of bums and hookers and a place that you really didn't want to be uh, riding your bike to. Yeah. So I would, you know, hang out at Lake. <laughs> lake was a decent enough place to go to. Or I would venture onto the bridge. So, no, those were good times. Uh, uh, that was, uh, wow, it was a lot of loving and learning of what was going on in Pasadena. Wow, awesome. Yeah, I, I just wonder, so was he even born in Pasadena to but, have that nickname? But, but just, but just to more to the point, as you mentioned earlier, I am a a Tournament of Roses member. I've been so for the past 22 years. Um, I've served on several nonprofits in Pasadena, and um, I work and live in Pasadena for well over 20 years. Yes. So I, I, I've established that name a little bit. So, but yes, unfortunately, I, I wasn't born here. Okay. It, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I, I wasn't either, but I still consider Pasadena my home because I was raised here. So given all the information that you just told us, are you down to play a little Pasadena trivia game? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's well, do it. It's, it's easy. This may be bad, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll it out. We'll see. So what does the word Pasadena mean? <laughs> oh, stomped Man, him already. Stomped me already. I'm going to teach Mr. Pasadena a little something, something. Please do so. It means valley, right? So you're in the San Gabriel Valley. So valley, and it was a, I want to say the Indian, right, Chippewa Indian term, it, it means valley. Um, also interpreted as the crown or key of the valley, 
And so I think in Pasadena's emblem, yes, there's a key there's and a, key a crown. And crown. All right, good. So you know that. Um, next question. <laughs> Which Pasadena came first? Pasadena, California, where we are, or Pasadena, Texas? It's a 50-50. <laughs> exactly. There's no third end. I'm going to go with Pasadena, California. Pasadena, California did come first, and then they named it. Um, I think Pasadena, Texas looks so similar to Pasadena, California. Have you ever, ever been to Pasadena, Texas? No, but, you know, there have been uh, several people that have reached out to me through social media, and they know I'm Mr. Pasadena, and they live in Pasadena, Texas, and they wonder one of these events coming up, and they suddenly realize I'm not from Pasadena, <laughs> Texas. I'm Pasadena, California. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you can morph into Mr. Pasadena, Texas as well. There's a lot of Pasadenas out there, you know, and, I'm, and uh, you know, yeah, it's Pasadena, Texas. I could, I could build little Mr. Pasadenas throughout uh, there you go. the nation. Franchise this thing. Uh, question number three. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I, I think you know this one. What type of bird is frequently seen and heard in Pasadena? I know you know this one. Well, there, there's, there, there's, there's two. Oh, okay. But, but, but the one that most people reference is that parrot. Yes, parrot. The parrot. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. But the, the second one is a little less frequent, but has been somehow bleeding into the air, is the, uh, the peacock. The peacock huh. that, that we normally see in the uh, Arcadia area was literally on my on my front porch uh, two weeks ago. Wow! And it's just like, did you, and wow! Did you get a and, photo? Did it spread its wings? Did, I uh, mean, it anything? did not spread its wings. I had several photos taken of it. I uh -huh. was just like, what? But yes, the parrot. <laughs> it's uh, you know they talk about the story where there was a um, uh, maybe a pet store and it was on fire and you know they they had to let the birds out and this particular bird you know that we got let out you know. It just ran wild. And there's so many. You would think that somebody came along would think that this is like our, 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 our bird. But it's not. I mean, it's, it's a, I believe, a, some type of Mexican parrot. Okay. And it's yeah, I, I forget what type it was. Something red crown. Something with the red in it. But very interesting. So all that happened with one parrot. Is what yeah. Well, <laughs> or, well, maybe a few parrots, okay. I'm sure. And but it just, was... Oh it my just went buck wild out there. It did. I mean, this it, it's good to know that there was enough wonderful trees and enough yes. uh, food for them to thrive, and they do. Yeah, and excellent. I, I love hearing them, actually. I got one right, right? You got? Or, or I kind of got two. I mean, the second one was just a 50-50 chance. Yes, though. exactly. So we'll give you that one. <laughs> um, next question. Oh, there's more? Um, yeah, <laughs> believe it or not. Was Pasadena the second suburb of Los Angeles? I'll say yes. No, it was the first. Oh my God! <laughs> what 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 was the what was the second? If we did, you you know what? I didn't I didn't even doesn't bother matter. to look that up. Matter. It doesn't matter because it's all about Pasadena today. I guess I think of uh, maybe you know North Hollywood or or that area of the yeah. suburb, but you know truly, you know uh, we're connected of course uh, by the uh, one ten freeway. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, that was one of the first freeways in America. Yeah. You know, and of course, it, you know, to see the footage of them opening the freeway, and then of course the uh, you know the Model Ts that were driving on there, um, I can understand how easy and, and how fun it was back then 
to uh, drive your car there. But of course now, I mean, it, it was never meant for people to drive, you know, 65, 75 miles an hour. Uh, I don't think so. I, well, <laughs> how, how often do you drive on the fastest in the freeway? Weekly. Weekly, yeah. Uh -huh. So for someone like you, obviously you probably can do it at 80 miles an hour because you've done it for well you know let it be known that mr pasadena obeys all <laughs> <laughs> traffic laws uh, you know and that uh, i i you know I, I go with the flow of traffic i, I heard that <laughs> so yeah that that freeway is, is is something else um next question so oh uh, and this one is actually it's whatever you say it's oh, your answer. So, I, so, so I, I may get this one right. So you you can't help but to get this one right, <laughs> not unless you just go blank for some reason. Oh, so who's God. the most prominent person to be produced by Pasadena or who lives in Pasadena or who has contri contributed the most to society that's from Pasadena in, in your opinion? In my opinion? In your opinion. Well, you know, to be honest, there are several people within Pasadena that could have, well, they were actually unofficially known as Mr. Pasadena. Um, one of them uh, was our former mayor, Bill Bogart. Mm -hmm. um, he did so much for this uh, wonderful city of ours uh, throughout his uh, many years of tenure as mayor um, that brought such a, such a great wellness and prosperity to this city. And uh, I think there's tons of people that could continue to thank him for. Um, the other one that comes to mind that, that people don't think about is uh, Leigh Leishman. Leigh Leishman was also a member of the Tremont of Roses, but he is the one that is known, um, that was unofficially known as Mr. Passion, uh, because he was the one that helped built the Rose Bowl. Wow. So I, of course, have not built anything in this city, and uh, I, you know, I stand in awe of the fact that this man was, um, uh, his construction company, what have you, uh, was the one that actually built the Rose Bowl. Wow. So my hat is continually off to both those gentlemen. Um, you know, one, you know, Lee Leishman, and the other one, Bill Bogart. Yeah, yes. I thought you were going to say Jackie Robinson or someone of, well, of that I, ilk. I think nobody will ever not say that, you know, Jackie Robinson has, has contributed an immense amount, not just to the city, but, yes. you know, uh, to our nation, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think that, um, without a doubt, you know, Jackie Robinson stands alone. Um, and I don't really think he needs the, the moniker Mr. Pasadena, you yeah. know. I mean, that really is something small comparison to what he's done for exactly. our nation. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I guess I just gave away the answer to the next <laughs> question. <laughs> um, Jackie Robinson. Boom. Jackie Robinson. Oh, I got another Who, who was posthumously, can't even say the word, um, the Rose Parade Grand Marshal in 1999. Well... Man, now you're talking Tournament of Roses stuff. And yes, unfortunately, Jackie Robinson wasn't there to actually be a part of the festivities. Unfortunately, he had passed. But uh, yes, in 1999, he was uh, our, uh, well, I say our because mm -hmm. you and I are both tournament members yes. in, for, for all time's sake, you know. And yes, uh, he was the Grand Marshal. Yeah, good. I know you know this one, too. Oh, no, I'm probably not. <laughs> Staying with the parade, the yes. tournament. Has the parade ever been canceled due to rain? 
Well, that's a good one. You know, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, has it ever been canceled, period. But has it ever been canceled to rain? No. No. Rain or shine, uh, we have put this parade on. And I think I remember you out there in the rain at one point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and we tried to put our, we put our little slickers on, mm -hmm. what have you. But, you know, you still get soaked. Yeah. And um, it, the rain only happens uh, technically, you know, once every blue moon or so uh, yeah. because of the fact that we we made this deal with the lord that you know we we don't do a, a parade on a sunday you know so if that happens we actually hold it on the second yes so with that in mind um we we keep uh, the lord's day sacred and he provides us a great deal of sunshine throughout the many years yeah, on the first it's remarkable it's, thinking, it's remarkable like, how how is it not raining on January the 1st. Well, that was the whole purpose behind, you know, having this parade at all was the fact that, um, you know, it was gorgeous. And the reason why they wore white was the fact that, you know, I mean, it, even though it was, shall we say, past that uh, that <coughs> summer barrier. Yes, they wanted to Labor Day. They wanted to show off the fact that it's still summertime in this glorious city, you know, and they had a parade with roses, so, yeah. you know, you which go. is a winter thing, so. Excellent. So you got that one. No, no, oh, but you you thought I was gonna say was it ever canceled? So it hasn't been canceled before. Obviously. I believe it was canceled oh, really? one time. Really? And one time. Uh, it was threat of uh, war, mm. um, and uh, it was uh, I believe in the in the forties mm -hmm. around uh, World War Two yeah. when they said yeah you know we can't do this. Okay, so. makes sense. Got to look that up. Yeah, this this um. This quiz might go on for quite some time. <laughs> Why was Pasadena incorporated in 1886? Do you know the reason why? Someone do with the Postal Service? No. Oh. Please, 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 please do tell. So I guess back then they had a lot of saloons, and so they wanted the band saloons and the alcohol sales. So... They incorporated the city so they could do that. And the funny thing now is, right, you probably go all around the city showing people places where they could go and have a nice time. Absolutely. I think the, the one caveat to that also is the fact that um, when we hit Prohibition, you know, there was a, a delineation, a line in the sand, which actually separated Pasadena from what is now known as South Pasadena. Mm. One stayed so dry. That while the other was living it up. There you go. And so South Pasadena was that dry place. And uh, now South Pasadena, you know, and that's what I'm not. Nobody knows me as Mr. South Pasadena. <laughs> Darn. Although, although my <laughs> friends uh, that do have businesses out in uh, South Pasadena are happy to, you know, me put all their stuff on social media. Um, they're, um, they're, nobody's banging down the door saying, hey, you know, do some stuff over here. Yeah, yeah. South Pass. I love South Pass. It's actually kind of cool now. <laughs> Good times in South Pass. Exactly. So you mentioned the deal that the tournament has with, with the Lord. Yes. So does the Dudop Parade still happen in Pasadena? Because normally that's on a Sunday. Absolutely, yeah. That The Dudop Parade actually stemmed from the fact that we weren't going to have a parade. And uh, people decided to have their al alternate parade. Um, that year and um, from then on uh, they continued throughout uh, 
the passing of history of having a doodah parade once a year, uh, sometimes uh, later on in the year, mm -hmm. to uh, you know just present the alternate uh, parade lifestyle. Yeah. For the listeners who may not be from, everyone's familiar with the Rose Parade. Can you tell them, and, and I'm assuming you've been to the Doodah Parade, being Mr. Pasadena. Oh, yeah. You, have, you even been, have you been in it? No, uh, I can't say that I've been in it, but, you know, <laughs> I've, I've covered it before. Okay. So yeah. can you describe to the listeners some things or, that they might see at a Doodah Parade? It's a very uh, artsy parade where people get together and put together their own band. They put together their own floats. They have nothing to do um, with the Tournament of Roses. Maybe they're a little more politically driven um, or, or artistically driven. Um, I think there was a, a brigade of barbe backyard barbecuers uh, that, that drove their own little charcoal barbecues you know, down Colorado. And they were, you could tell that they were all chefs or, or, or individuals that were uh, into barbecue. Wow. And they, they had a uh, kind of a certain movements that they would do and they would go in and out in, in, in circles and everything. You know, and then of course, um, you know, the floats, um, definitely there's no roses or anything <laughs> like that. They're just kind of uh, put together with some, t some type of uh, alternate uh, artsy kind of feel to them. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, people also tend to also throw uh, tortillas at the event as well as a sign of uh, appreciation. Not, not only there, but at the, at the, at the Tournament of Roses Parade as well. But that, of course, is uh, saved for uh, New Year's and New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, so the tortilla tossing is a sign of appreciation? Oh, especially at the, uh, at, at the uh, like I said, at the doodah parade. Okay, because uh, it, it's funny that you should mention that because I never remember seeing tortillas tossed until my daughter just graduated from high school and during the commencement speech of, or the valedictorian speech, <laughs> they threw tortillas <laughs> and I said to myself, what is this? all about so I don't know <laughs> um, let's move on um, it's funny just growing up in Pasadena just watching TV and, and, it, and I'm sure it happens to you way more than it happens to me I can be sitting at home with the family watching a show it can be a movie it can be on TV and invariably I'm always saying that's Pasadena so now it's a running joke in the house, especially with my wife. She's like, she beats me. Oh, is that Pasadena? It's like, yeah, actually, it is. And so um, tell me why you think Pasadena gets so much um, pub and publicity and, and movies and TV shows and, and the like. Pasadena, it has so many faces. Um, I've seen accurate car commercials you know, where there's apparently snow, which we didn't really have snow as of any time soon, but they, they manufactured this snowy feel uh, in the French Quarter down, uh, down Green Street. Um, and so it looked like, you know, it could have been New Orleans. Wow. So there's that piece. Um, then you have uh, a very residential feel uh, where I've seen a lot of uh, crime dramas. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the, uh, the USA uh, one that, you know, my goodness, my... Uh, I'm gonna get some flack for not remembering uh -oh. this one, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, you know they have a lot of uh, a lot of residential areas that could be it. They could call it um, 
in downtown. It could be Watts, as far as the viewer is concerned. And then they've got these, uh, you know, really well-to-do residential areas as well. And yeah. then the cities. You know, these cities could be any town USA. Yeah. Um, and Pasadena has them all. So daily, you could see film crews here up and down the area, uh, whether it's on blocking off Colorado or Green or uh, in northern Pasadena um, or in the uh, off of Grand Avenue. Always, always there. They, they just love Pasadena. It just films so differently every time. Yeah. But like you said, you know, you just watch the TV and you see that's Pasadena. What? Oh my goodness. That is Pasadena. Yeah, and then they think we're just talking, and they think every time we see a commercial, we gotta say, it. but no, it's really Pasadena. It's really Pasadena. You mentioned North. Well, okay. Uh-oh. No, no, I know you don't talk about Altadena, and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's in, because I was gonna say, talk about the Balian Mansion and Christmas Tree Lane, but all those are in Altadena. I mean, do you ever, talk about those and I know we have Hastings Ranch so obviously great places to go during the holidays if yes. you want to share I, I think that you know uh, the Bailey Mansion without a doubt is something that you have to see the, the you know the traditional and the non-traditional well non-traditional maybe is the traditional as far as uh, you've got some Santa Clauses but then you've got uh, you know the birth of Christ being represented there as well and this amazing large house so there's thousands of lights you know absolutely go see the Bailey Mansion Christmas tree lane, an amazing time. I mean, there, there are these monolith of trees that are out there. How could you not just spend the day or the evening playing Christmas music with your family to go and see something, something to get out of the house and do? So yeah. I absolutely uh, send people there, talk about going there. Um, there's very little that I talk about outside of Pasadena, but you can't help but visit those places, yeah, absolutely. Can't. Yeah, they are. Um, do they still sell Bailey and ice cream? Is that, is that even on the market? It, I would it, have to it, talk to Fred Bailey about that. Okay. I, I know Fred Bailey in person. He's a great guy. Uh, I don't. I, I, don't I mean, even when, when they were in that business, it was kind of hard to find. I always thought. But I could possibly get Fred on the phone and ask oh, my myself. Goodness. But well, I, I, I can't say that I, yeah, I've ever had. Well, He's never offered me any. Maybe he'll, yeah, you know, maybe, but maybe. Fossilman's. Fossilman's is still prevalent. There you go. I mean, we didn't mention Hastings Ranch. You want to say anything about that? Christmas tree Well, that spot. is another amazing yeah. site. I mean, it's even so far, and um, I don't know if uh, you're, I mean, I'm sure your viewers are, have heard of Elf, mm -hmm. uh, the Will Ferrell yes, show. Yes, of course. I, but um, I they, in order to get into the Christmas spirit, they actually, the whole crew came here to Pasadena and went up there to Hastings Ranch area to catch all the lights. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes, you could find all that on the DVD extras of Elf, huh. where they talk about Pasadena and and going to Hastings Ranch area nice. and you see them you know taking footage of all the amazing things that people do um, to celebrate Christmas and you know the all the hours and hours of work that go into that Wow that's that's awesome good to know didn't know that and, and I love that so now I can share that with the family and they're gonna say here he comes it's almost like your friends it's like oh god Pasadena here it is <laughs> it's always related to Pasadena well kinda <laughs> Something else that was founded in Pasadena that I frequent a lot in our household mm -hmm. is Trader Joe's. Can you talk about that? Do you remember them back in the day when it, that was the original store and shopping there and do you shop there and all that good stuff? Well, I'm sure your, your listeners may know about Trader Joe's. Um, and what they may not know is we did, Pasadena does have the first Trader Joe's 
uh, store in Pasadena on the Arroyo, um, right next to one of my favorite uh, hamburger places, Lucky Boys. Yes. Yes. Chili cheese fries. Chili cheese fries. <laughs> also known for the great breakfast burrito. Mm -hmm. See, now you're talking my questions. You know, we're talking about food. <laughs> but Trader Joe's, you know, it. when I first would go to Trader Joe's, I just didn't think it like, that's a store? I mean, you kind of look on the outside, it's very kind of a, a hut, kind of tiki feel to it. <laughs> and it was just so tiny compared to all the regular yeah. bigger stores. Um, and as a kid, you go, well, you know, they're kind of selling products that I can't recognize. Yeah, back then know? it was kind of weird for us to just yeah. get with that. But now, um, over the many years adopting the Trader Joe's lifestyle, um, um, I'm, I just feel really blessed that, um, that, that they started here first and that, um, that they have a, a wide variety of, of uh, different types of things that uh, the family loves. So it's like we go to Ralph's. And you know, got to make a Trader Joe's run, you know, amongst the Target runs and what have you. But you got to do a Trader Joe's because there's certain things that we love at Trader Joe's yes. that we can't find anywhere else. Exactly. How many are in Pasadena now? Is it three or four Trader Joe's? I mean, so I know the, the one that's on Arroyo. Mm -hmm. I know the one that's um, down on Lake. Mm -hmm. uh, there's I one in. Isn't there? Isn't there one in Hastings Ranch? There's too? one in Hastings yeah. Ranch. So that's so three, three that I that I've yeah. known and frequented. Wow! So there you go. Just it's it's good. Here's an odd question, but I'm just just wondering: Have you ever been on K Rock or talked to Dr. Drew or <laughs> anything like that? Have you ever? No, I I can't say that I do. I ever did that. Um, however, um, now how can K-Rock is still in, are, are they still headquartered in Pasadena? That's what they say, yes. And they saying. haven't had Mr. Pasadena come on? I mean, what's up? Well, you know, uh, it, it, it's so funny. It's like, you know, that's, I guess that's the reason why I don't really, like, just believe in the hype <laughs> of my own hype <laughs> is because it's as many people that know and, and love me through social media, um, there's still plenty of people that I see throughout my travels that go, Mr. Pasadena, who? You're what? Yeah. You know, it's like, or they'll tell me, you know, with all due respect, I've known somebody else as Mr. Pasadena. You know, there's people that uh, have been in this particular uh, Pasadena area that, you know, for one reason or another, they, they knew their friend as Mr. Pasadena. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Yeah. You know, I, I originally did all of this just to put a highlight and to showcase everything that was Pasadena. Oddly enough, there was a limelight that came with that. And I felt it was important to show that I was that guy that was talking about it. There were a few people surrounding the name that uh, I don't think that they may have uh, had the name, but they they really weren't really showcasing what was going on in Pasadena. And so, um, you know, as soon as I kind of opened the floodgates and said, here I am, I was kind of embraced by the city. I was embraced by, by new people on social media. But... Um, you know, I, I never w did this to become that guy. Yeah. I just wanted to showcase the city, and now I'm recognizing. It's just, it's a whole, it's a whole new world. Yeah, amazing. Um, now, do you talk about fashion any, as far as on your blog and videos, or? I can't say that I talk about fashion. Um, 
necessarily. Um, yeah. I'm happy to always talk about food. Okay, well, we're getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the reason why I ask, yeah. I, obviously, I, I'm in fashion, but going back to um, back in the day, and actually, I just recently found this out, which I should be ashamed of myself, is that um, I've learned that the shoes stands, the, the tennis shoes, yes. do you know what I'm talking about? Um, that stand, he actually went to Pasadena High School, and so it's so cool now how his shoes has made a resurgent and back on the market and everyone's wearing stands. So do you have any comment on, on that? Well, I think that Pasadena is a wonderful place to become innovative. Um, it's no wonder that people like Stans has been able to develop and continue to be innovative in whatever field. Mm -hmm. And this truly is one of the most innovative places in America and progressive-wise as well. And um, I'm so glad that he was embraced back then and now can have a, such a resurgence um, because truly I've seen so many wonderful uh, innovations come out of Pasadena. I and mean, we're at the center of innovation as itself. I mean, we've got Caltech here. You know, JPL's not too far from here. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Idea Lab here. Um, and uh, I've known, you know, going back to food, of course, you know, I've got some friends. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the Doghouse. E well, the dog what street house, is that on? That's, huh? that's we've got one on Hill and I've got one on Green. Okay. And um, it, honestly, it's like McDonald's in the sense that they literally started with one store. Wow. And they now have over a hundred franchises, hmm. you know, nationwide. And I, and I, and I, there's probably, I'm probably downplaying, there's a lot more than 100, but. And, there's, it's, and it's good, obviously? It's, it's excellent, it's definitely a good product. Uh, and the funny thing is, <laughs> as much as I like the hot dogs, I actually go there for the burgers. Okay. You know, and the, the burgers is, you, you gotta try a burger there. Uh, they're amazing. And it's a place where you go to not necessarily get fries, because you can get fries, mm -hmm. but tots. I mean, who doesn't like tots? Yes. You know, so tots with a burger, you know, and a milkshake. Oh, my goodness, not a milkshake. <laughs> 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 All right, so you set yourself up for the next question, because you mentioned how um, Pasadena is a great place to be innovative. So a little bit different, but we'll, we'll, we'll take it. So normally I have segments on Vent with Trent to Gent, one segment I will call it Invent with Trent the Gent, and the question would be, what's the best invention of all time? So if you, so you can answer it like that, or you can go back to some of these innovations that have come out of Pasadena. One of what are the one of the best innovations that you felt has come out of Pasadena? Well, I think that um, you know, going back to uh, the space program, and with JPL so close by. The fact that, um, you know, whether it be satellite technology mm -hmm. um, that has come out of Pasadena, um, whether it has been the, you know, putting together the rocket thrusters that have been able to, you know, take uh, the space shuttle out here, you know, out into orbit, I, I'm, you know, I, I think those by far outweigh some of maybe the modern day versions of innovation, but, you know, those stand alone. In, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. You use the term so close by. Now, is JPL, is that considered 
to be La Kenyatta, but I thought I heard they have a Pasadena address. So Correct. So we'll, we're just going to stand. We'll, we'll fight over stand JPL. Stand on their, you know, and Pasadena's a big town. Yes. You know, and <laughs> JPL's not close to where we're standing right here. So when I think of it, it's, it's, it's there. It's just not mm -hmm. right here, right here. Yeah, good. We're getting to the the food. <laughs> we might say that we save might that get for stuck last. On that. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> might have to save that for last. Speaking of innovations and just how things have changed over the years, and you even talked about how the the renovation of Old Town and how it was when we were young, and to to see it now um, as the place to be, it's it's, it's pretty weird, but. Let's talk about Roman's Bookstore, which is just a, a staple, has always been there for us. How has Roman's, how have they withstood, you know, Amazon and while other bookstores have died off, what's, do you, what is their secret sauce, if you, if you think you might know? Well, that's a great question. I think one of their secret sauces, they continue to connect with their, their readership. Um, oftentimes, they will have several um, book signings as well as book readings um, at Romans and um, that really through social media that they do use um, that continues to keep them connected um, I remember not too long ago when the innovation of the um, uh, whether it's the nook or just the tablet in general um, and how you could have books you know on the tablet I thought for sure that would just wipe away all bookstores, mm -hmm. and it really has. Um, however, it, just as there is a love for the newspaper, there's still a, there's still a love uh, for the book, and I think they continue to connect with their readership, um, unlike anybody else. Um, they they really go out of their way to to um, endear books. They they reach out to the community, um, whether it's children. Um, I mean, because as far as I know today, there's still a need for books. And, you know, we, you know, we still need to people, have people engaged in reading books. So whether it's at the library um, or whether it's at Romans, you know, they're opening the door to children and that next generation and making sure that they are reading a book. I mean, a book, it's tangible. You can hold it up and um, the, the kids that are obviously being uh, that... Uh, iPad pacifier or that yes. phone pacifier that they're that they're looking at little shows on but a book it just it's just that tangible thing that it's still needed today and I think that they really utilize um, all of their outreach um, that uh, has kept them uh, afloat yeah. and, and I think they can stay afloat a while longer but you know I mean there will come a day unfortunately for them that where you know everything is uh, team Amazon I guess yeah. you know yeah they're trying um, you mentioned the library, and growing up in Pasadena, mm -hmm. as, as we both know, oh, yeah. I, I grew up more closer to La Pintoresca Library, uh, which is still there. Yes. Um, looks even better than when, when I was a kid. <laughs> but, you know, that darn Pasadena main library mm -hmm. is just beautiful. Um, you know, so I'm thinking of cities like Cerritos, that, that they have these big state-of-the-art libraries now. You know, how does libraries like La Pintoresca and the, the main library, how do they compete? Um, is it just because of the architecture of the buildings or, or what, what do you say? Well, going back to what Roman's uh, secret sauce is, it, it's very similar to uh, 
what the Pasadena Public Library does. So their outreach is phenomenal. Um, I mean, there's costume contests around October. Um, you know, whether whatever your religious denomination is, there is something there around um, that holiday time for you to come in and do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's book readings there. There's um, talks there. You know, that they have a, a place for you, like a little auditorium there at the public library, at the main public library. Um, you know, uh, obviously they also have, um, I want to say kiosks uh, for people to get on the internet, you know, for free. There you go. You know, um, I, you know, and still being a place where you can learn, you know, mm -hmm. still a place where you can pick up books, you know, it, it, it's still important. Um, it's still valuable. And I think that um, I, I consider them uh, an amazing place to, to bring your child to, to, you know, get a free, you know, uh, card and, you know, start a journey of, of reading. Um, and it's a great way to connect not only with your children, but, you know, they just do it so well. I, I mean, I'm still, uh, you know, looking into how much so, if you look online, um, like I said, there's still programs on top of that on how-to stuff. So now you've got, um, you know, something for the kids, but you also have talks and the how-to for people. Now, you would normally see that online on YouTube, but now, I mean, if you're actually watching somebody do it, you know, and you could take notes, you're, you're just, something about a live performance, you know, it's, it's like either seeing Eddie Murphy live or seeing Eddie Murphy on a, you know, on a DVD. Mm -hmm. I'd rather see Eddie Murphy live. I just think he's amazing. But, yeah. you know, it, it's one of those things. You're going to see someone do something live, it, it's really exciting. And they're doing it at this public library, and it's really drawing people there, you wow. know. Awesome. Maybe we're giving away trade secrets here. <laughs> 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 All right, let, let's get to the food. So, you know, you if we started with food, we never would have left. We, we never would have left. You could have answered the best invention of all time, right, contributed by Pasadena, was mm -hmm. the cheeseburger. Did, did you know some guy invented the, I mean, Absolutely. obviously. How there was would a, I know? Yes, there, there that, I, that much I do know. Okay, well, I'll let you tell that story. Well, no, no, please, please <laughs> I, you were going to you're gonna well, talk no, about what happened when it was at the right spot. Okay. And uh, apparently the lore is is that he actually had overcooked one side. In order to hide that, he put a piece of cheese on that. I think we all do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it just kind of like was a, a, tasty, a tasty new way to have a burger. Yeah. And it's like, I guess some of that point, they just weren't putting cheese on it. It had to start somewhere, and it started there here in Pasadena, California. Pasadena, good. Now, now, even that's not true, which I believe it is, I mean, you're going to have to go through, like, historians now, because histor I mean, historical people have come here, and deep that Pasadena is where they actually, the birth of the cheeseburger, they actually put a plaque in the ground to, to, to you know, to show this was the place. Uh, where, where's that plaque? Um, that plaque is of... In the uh, over the over the Colorado Street Bridge, okay, um, right over in that area, that uh, little strip mall there, mm -hmm. boom, right in the ground there. Wow. So good. I you know if the plaque says it, I guess uh, I guess it's so it is. So it is. So with that said, besides the doghouse, mm -hmm. right? Because I think you said they have a, a great burger, and we'll say cheeseburger. Who has the best cheeseburger in town? Well, I, I've got to tell you, you know, first of all, Pasadena has 
a lot of great cheeseburgers mm-hmm. in town. But if you had, if if we had to go right yeah. now after this, uh-huh. where would we go? Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm always drilled on this one point. And, you know, <laughs> and that's the thing about being Mr. Bassey is like, there's always my answer, and then everybody else's answer. Forget but, everybody but, else. But but as far as far as I'm concerned, the place to go get a cheeseburger mm-hmm. in Pasadena is at Pine Burger. Pine Burger on Lake in California. Mm-hmm. And then the reason why, uh, and, and no disrespect to In-N-Out, because I love me and In-N-Out. Yeah, well, we're not even counting but, but In-N-Out. But we're not, that's, you know, yeah, that's but, but, but let's be honest here, you know, it's, it's, a, it's another Pasadena institution mm-hmm. that has a no-frills burger. You know, you get the meat, the cheese, you know, your lettuce, tomato, you know, and their little secret sauce on a bun. It all comes together perfectly. Unlike some of these other wonderful places that, that try and jazz it up, this place is a no-frills cheeseburger. This is something when you taste, you feel like you're back in the day. Like like everybody is you know, at this counter, which looks like you're back in the day. Mm-hmm. You've got these, um, these waitresses that are kind of dressed you know, from back in the day as well. They're still even, they have a soda jerk where you're literally like you're pumping the soda into the glass and then they're putting the seltzer in you know, to create the soda itself. Yeah. Um, but, but, but back to the cheeseburger and the fries, it's always on point. It's something that I've had 10 years ago and I've had two weeks ago. And not only is it still the same, but it tastes great. It, 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 they, they have the formula down. Wow. And it's not something like, you know, like I said, there's no barbecue, there's no big onion ring, there's no things falling out. And yes, I love bacon on a cheeseburger just like everybody else but just a cheeseburger mm-hmm. um, it, it you can't go wrong this is the place to spend one afternoon of your time at now it, it's funny my wife has a friend and she goes there I think once a week <laughs> <laughs> so she loves her some pie and burger which so we talk about the cheeseburger <laughs> which pie would you recommend there or do you do the pie there well, I, I, I can't say, it. I, I love all the pies there. I mean, um, yes, I love the pumpkin pie right around November. Um, I love the apple pie. Um, but I, I, for me, you know, I'm a banana and mm-hmm. a coconut cream kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So they do it right there. The, the, great, the greatness about that is that they have the meringue on there. And, you know, you don't have to have the meringue. They will take off the meringue. They'll slice off that meringue for you. And in its place, they make a homemade cream, you know, that they, you know, that they throw on top. It, it, it's even better than a whipped cream, you know. I mean, and they spoon that on there. It almost, uh, the pie kind of disappears underneath this velvety white cloud. Mm-hmm. And is that and, how you get yours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It tastes amazing. Wow. I mean, it's, it's something that, you know, and, and it's like, you know, you talk about pie and burger. It's like if you have a, a great burger in the fries, it's like there's like just a tiny room for pie, but yet your appetite is like, I gotta eat this whole pie. And somehow I eat the whole pie each and every time. It's, and I'm, I kind of roll out of uh, pie and burger, but uh, it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I saw the other day on Instagram, I think it was a repost, but you posted, was it Again Cafe? Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. It looked so good. I'm thinking about going this weekend. So uh, can you tell me about Again Cafe? And is it that charcoal waffle? Is that the place with the charcoal yes. waffle? Yeah. Should, should I get that? or? 
Well, you know, I think that, you know, <clears throat> the great thing about Again Cafe is it pushes the boundaries of, of what is delicious. You know, we often, you know, we kind of like, you know, we, we have a waffle because that's how the waffle was made 10 plus, 20 plus, 40 plus years ago that was presented to us. Um, and when I was first introduced to them, I had no idea. I just saw that, you know, they had a waffle and then they presented the waffle to me. And there was this gorgeous black waffle <laughs> that has a... Yeah, uh, we're, we're pro-black, pro right? <laughs> <laughs> this, this beautiful <laughs> mustard sauce drizzled over it with this, I mean, perfectly poached egg on top of it. And then right next to it, they had this, you know, uh, bacon. So I'm like, I can see the bacon. The bacon looks like bacon. The egg looks like an egg. That's no waffle I've ever tried before. Yeah. But I consider myself somewhat of a foodie, or at least adventurous enough to try it. And it was a very good, uh, very good waffle. Um, you know, it, it. You know, I've never thought that I put mustard sauce on my waffle, but you know, I can't tell you how many things I've had an egg on. You yeah. know, and then you you you, you, you smear the egg into the waffle and into the mustard sauce. I'm like, it's a whole different uh, combo uh, on my palate, which w at, which was delicious. And I would suggest that everybody at least try it one time, if not with the berries that, that you know, yeah. there's pictured there. That's the one you posted, yes. yeah. I'm like, I didn't see bacons and eggs and all that stuff on, on the waffle. So obviously you, you can get different You can varieties. get different waffles. And in the evening, they actually turn the entire menu over to, uh, to ramen. ramen. Yeah, which is crazy. Waffles, ramen. I love them both. So, but it's a it's great to see uh, new restaurants in Pasadena on Green Street. As I grew up over the many years, there really wasn't a lot going on on Green Street. Um, from I think it was like uh, St. John's on, you know. And so to see these places, I'm I'm very excited, you know. And I want to see what they're up to. And fortunately, with um, being Mr. Pasadena. I have a platform to talk to people, and when I talk to restaurant owners, um, you know, I give them advice. Um, you know, I talk about you know what works, what doesn't work. You know, honesty. You know, it's like, well, I didn't like this, I didn't like that, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I want I want them to thrive. I would rather them maybe potentially change what they what they have, for the sake of lasting longer. Because as you and I both know, um, the rent's kind of expensive here in Pasadena, and so I mean. If nobody shows up, you know, and you don't got any people coming in, then then you're out. Yeah, pretty much. Let's talk about, and, and I'm probably pretty sure I know the answer to this, but, <laughs> but you might you might surprise me. Uh oh. What's your favorite day of the year? Related to Pasadena. You got to relate it to Pasadena. <laughs> oh, that's a. It's all things Pasadena. Today. That's a hoop shot that's like two feet away. Exactly. Um, I, I can't tell you enough how excited I am about uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Um, I don't think that uh, I would have been a Tournament of Roses member if not for my dad, but at the same time, um, I love the message that is the Tournament of Roses Parade. Um, it is an international event. Um, the, the parade is seen worldwide. And, it, and it's such an amazing message of peace, uh, of, of love, of happiness, of joy. It brings happiness to millions of uh, adults and children all over the world. Um, 
they are not rolling down the street with ICBMs. You know, um, this they've got. Uh, there's there's no military hardware whatsoever. I mean, it's just uh, all the floats are covered with 100% organic material. Um, just beautiful to see each and every year, and uh, I couldn't be more proud to be associated. Uh, with an international event such as that. I still can't believe I'm, that they let me be a member. I mean, dang, I mean, an international event each and every year, yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's just gorgeous. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you know, it's something to turn into. I mean, we've got DVRs nowadays. You could, you don't have to wake up from, you know, the night before of your celebrating uh, New Year's Day, you know, um, at midnight. You can just set your DVR to, to see it later if you want. But you, you really have to come out and see the parade at least once in one's lifetime. It should be on everybody's bucket list. Millions of people line the streets of Pasadena. Uh, there's some great vantage points in, in the grandstands that we have. Um, you, it, it's, it really is one of those things that you have to see live. It's like a football event. You, know, you can watch it on TV, but being there, you know, being a part of that experience, that crowd, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I know of some individuals that live in the, the San Fernando Valley who have never even been to the Rose Parade. And it's like, what are you thinking about? <laughs> so um, you mentioned football. So let's talk about football and um, the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, obviously. But Do you the, know why it's called the oh, granddaddy of them all? Well, why don't you tell me? <laughs> well... It just so happens this was the first um, stadium to be ever known as or coined the phrase of bowl. You know, somebody had actually come out and taken a look and thought it was a bowl shape um, and later it would be named as the Rose Bowl. It is the first bowl uh, ever. And so before you had the Cotton Bowl, the Peach Bowl, you know, the Fiesta Bowl. Sugar. There was, and of course the Sugar Bowl, there was the Rose Bowl. And now... It, it before all of them all, therefore, it has become the granddaddy of them all. Nice, love it. So, the game that I'm thinking about is the 2005 USC versus Texas game, <laughs> considered one of the best games of all time. All time. Did Did you happen to attend? I that was game? there. I was very fortunate enough to attend that that game. Um, I was there with some uh, really close friends. Uh, I'm still friends with today, and um, he's a, a big SC supporter. I am not. Uh-oh. But, but I was there to see this amazing game. You know, Texas was rolling into town, um, and SC was there. And you couldn't have found two of the best uh, football teams in America. This was it. This really was a fight, and it was, it was a glorious battle between these two down to the last minutes yeah. of this game. And, you, and to this day, um, you know, whether you were there or, you know, you happen to watch it on TV, we can always basically say this is one of the best football games. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure you can catch it on YouTube now somewhere. You got to take a look. You know, it's, if, you're, if you're a college football fan, you, you probably already talk about it. If, if you're not, at least check this one out. This was something that uh, just electrifying from end to end. Yeah, that was an awesome game. Uh, I was watching it with my boys um, at home because I wasn't a member of the tournament at the time. And that's the one time when I shook my head like, Trent, stupid move from leaving, <laughs> leaving the tournament because I would have loved to have seen that game. Are there any 
I mean, you've told us lots of, of stories and some related to the tournament. Any tournament stories that stick in your mind, maybe concerning kids or something that, um, as you mentioned before, that, you know, it, it really is it's an event that kids look forward to and any stories that really stick in your mind about the tournament and things that you've seen or? Well, you know, I mean, I've had several personal stories. Um, I think some of the, the faces have blurred over the years, but remembering the stories of, uh, there was a gentleman that came up to me during Post Parade. Post Parade is uh, a venue that we have at the very end of the parade where we put all the floats and we kind of lock them into an area so people have a chance to look at the floats one last time. Um, and I happened to be in my white suit and a gentleman came up to me, um, he don't remember his name, mm -hmm. <coughs> and he wanted to show me how much he loved this parade uh, because he said he was actually in one of the bands, one of the high school bands that showed up, and he brought his whole family from Wisconsin, you know, and how, how excited he was to actually share this experience with him. And it was, I could see his wife and uh, his two sons and his daughter and there were some grandparents there as well. So because this parade meant so much to him that it was on his list to bring the whole family there. Although they couldn't experience maybe being in the band, mm -hmm. they could at least experience the parade and um, everybody just had this glow like they had witnessed something amazing and that they were witnessing the amazing floats one more time. And, and it's like, <laughs> I thought that was just like a my, my story. I've heard similar stories from other tournament members. Um, the public loves this parade. You know, when you think about, you know, all the work that you and I have done behind the scenes to produce a parade, and which you probably don't, we feel somewhat disconnected because sometimes you're not, you're not doing anything for the parade. You're just kind of manning a barricade. Mm -hmm. But then you see somebody walk up to you and shake your hand or congratulate you or thank you for your work. You know, I, all you could say is you're welcome. I mean, I'm so glad that you're here yeah. because it means so much to people. And you're right. There's some people maybe, I mean, I do talk to people that don't have, have no idea that there's a parade. But the majority of people I talk to you um, always have a story to tell. Um, and and that, that story of... Uh, this former band member coming up to me and talking to me always sticks out. Um, it just, it always kind of recharged those battery cells of mine to get back in the tournament and, and come back stronger each and every year because it means so much to so many people. Yeah. We're winding down here a few more. We have the fill in the blank segment that mm -hmm. we do on every no <laughs> Trent the Gent. And it, it's easy, don't worry. <laughs> but I added one for you. Normally we do three. I added one just for Mr. Why, Pasadena. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, fill in the blank. Don't stop blank. Don't stop believing in yourself. Because, um, you know, I did this. I, I did this, you know. Um, I pushed forward. Um, and, you know, this actually came from nothing. Mm -hmm. There are people... And just to let people know this, we're sitting in your your office, and so we're looking at the everything in, in the office that is all things Pasadena. Yeah, and um, 
I stuck with this, and um, I think every step in my life, I, I've never. Uh, if you wanted something, you, you know, you really you have to continue to go after it, and you have to believe in yourself, and, and, and you know, never give up, never give in. You know, you you have to continue to move forward, and this was all because I believed that that I was Mr. Pasadena, mm -hmm. and you know, you can stand there and believe in yourself, but to to to, to get to this point, you know, I had to show others that I was worthy. Um, I still don't really think I'm worthy, but yet to, to have as much as we're talk we've talked about today, but yet, you know, um, I've never, I've never stopped. And you know, you that's what you have to do. You have to uh, be relentless in your pursuit. Good. Second one, you almost already answered it, but you have to think of something else now. So you can, so don't say do it because you, <laughs> so you can blank. I really believe you can do anything that you put your mind to. I think that if you want to uh, build, a, build a hovercraft so that we could be in that age where that there are flying cars. I know there's people out there that are working tirelessly at that. And um, I, have to, uh, I have to believe that if that put my mind to doing that, I know I could accomplish it. You know, um, I mean, if you want to be a doctor in this world, then be a doctor, and it's 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 not easy for a good reason. <laughs> you have to know a lot to be a doctor. Yes. You know, you have to be, learn a lot to be a physicist, you know, or a chemist. But you know, you have to go out there, male or female, um, especially females out there. You you know, you've got to go out there, and and understand that you know there's going to be roadblocks. There's going to be people in your way, um, and you have to you know overcome those. Uh, especially in the tech industry, you know, you can and you will succeed. You know, maybe not at the place that you first start at, maybe the second or third place, but um, you know, you can. Yeah. Third one: conversations are blank. Conversations are, are my bread and butter. Conversations are uh, what I do. I, I work well, you know, with large groups or small groups. But it's, it's, it's fortunate enough for me to have those conversations with people to continue to talk about Pasadena and, and spread the good word. Yeah. So I'm a constant Has that always been easy for you, having conversations? You know, as a, as a, you know starting up as a kid, you know, I was a, 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 you know, an only child until, you know, both my parents, uh, when they got uh, remarried, they had other kids. But... I guess maybe I had conversations by myself mm -hmm. into my action figures that back in the day, but um, no, I mean, I'm, I don't think I've ever had problems talking. Yeah. I think I've had more problems, you know, shutting up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to the, um, the bonus, to the, uh -oh, bonus the bonus round. Fill in the blank <laughs> question. Yeah. So um, I'm going to read something, then you're going to fill in the blank. Oh. She drives real fast and she drives real hard. She's the terror of Colorado Boulevard. She's the old lady from Pasadena. <laughs> the little old lady, lady from Pasadena, exactly. So, um, any history around that song? You know, any tidbits about that, or that might be a little bit out of my range. But, <laughs> I, but I will say that that is something that uh, I think I've become the uh, old man, uh, old man of Pasadena behind the wheel. You know, it's like you start when you start like saying, "Oh, that kid there," you know, someone's like, "Gosh, you know, I must be really old." <laughs> Talking about you know, back in my day, exactly. You know, so I, uh, I think I may be resembling that after I have to watch, you know, my defensive driving here on out. But um, 
We're gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, it's. Uh, I do remember the song. I have heard of it. Uh, um, Obviously, I, I know it well. Yeah. And, but uh, I, I think I'm becoming a reflection of the song right now at this point. Yeah, we're gonna have to write one for you, the little <laughs> old man from Pasadena. Um, two more questions. The, the first one. Is it at least fill in the blank questions though? No, no, Are no, we no, done no. with that, Ron? Yeah, we're done with that. Did I do okay? You, I'm not too sure. You were excellent. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, and you might have already shared this, That's but okay. just for the listeners, just in case we didn't touch upon it, what's the best kept secret of Pasadena? Where is something that you definitely need to come up and, and see this or try it out and that no one knows about that's gonna be hot one day or it's, it's hot right now. Know, it's, so you know, it's funny you should say that too, Sick, because um, I did give away a few of those secrets mm -hmm. and um, now they're not secrets anymore and it's like I go, darn, I can't believe I gave those away. One in particular um, was the Colorado Street Bridge it is by far the best place to watch the Rose Bowl America Fest fireworks on 4th of July. And I let that out mm, about four years ago, mm -hmm. five years ago. Now you park somewhere else and you just walk mm -hmm. on the bridge. The, the bridge is closed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, well, <laughs> there were like maybe a couple hundred, maybe a couple hundred. But since I let that out, there's actually a couple thousand that wow. are on that bridge now. Wow. But I still enjoy it. I still like seeing, I mean, if you can't make it to America Fest, which is by far uh, Southern California's premier firework location. <coughs> I, before I interject, I, I used to tell my wife that all the time. It's like she, she loves a Hollywood Bowl. And I'm like, well, that's a different. Hollywood Bowl is beautiful. It's yeah, great. It they is. got good fireworks. I mean, they even have uh, what John Williams every now and then, yes. right around that same time. And yes. so fireworks and John Williams, boom, mind blown. Exactly. But for for sheer fireworks, yes, the Rose Bowl has it locked up. There you go, wifey. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but 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 you know, I mean, if you can't make it there, I mean, you've got you're on this historic bridge and you're looking straight and you can see the the plume, just perfect. Yes, good. Um, let's end with. Will you ever leave Pasadena? Why or why not? And yeah, that, let's, let's end with that. Well, I, I don't really foresee it in the very near future. I mean, you can never say never. Um, would I want to? Even at that point, I would never want to. Um, I, uh, I love Pasadena. Um, I'm, I'm so proud. Uh, to be a Pasadenian um, and to be involved with Pasadena as much as I have been and still am. Um, but I, I just don't foresee it. I don't know where I would go. Yeah. You know, I mean, would it be for a lot of money or something like that? I don't know. I mean, yeah. like, like what, what, I mean, what is it going to be, you know, I mean, for me to leave? It would have to be something amazing. Because there's no reason that I could think of That's to leave true. Pasadena. Not unless Pasadena, Texas throws a lot of money at you. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be Mr. Pasadena, Texas. No, no, I don't know if I could do that. But that's I've never thought of it that way, yeah. There you go. Trade one Pasadena for another. <laughs> there you go. Um, so you are, you, your title is a social media influencer, correct? That's what they say, yes. That's what they say? So tell everyone how they can reach you on whatever social media platforms 
and um, maybe why they should reach out to you or you know connect with you and so how you can help them out well as you know I, I talk about Pasadena into great length um, everything that going that's going on in Pasadena from the Pasadena Humane Society the kids space the Tournament of Roses the Norton Simon Museum to the Pasadena Museum of History um, all the events that take place I just want to let people know that there's something to do in Pasadena 365 days out of the year you could reach me on Twitter and an Instagram at Mr. Underscore Pasadena. Um, I have a YouTube channel. You just look under Mr. Pasadena. You'd find my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, if you looked up Mr. Pasadena, you'd find me. Or the actual um, spot is like the real Mr. Pasadena, uh, the URL to find me. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. So that's Twitter, that's Instagram. Um, we got the Facebook in there, and we've got the 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 uh, the YouTube site. Do you do a Snapchat? Do you Snapchat? Do you, I, you know, uh, I I wanted to. I, I just like wow, I'm doing so much already. <laughs> and, and and a special shout out to my my two assistants, Angelique and and uh, Nikki, who have uh, so painstakingly continued to help me with my social media um, as work goes. I mean, there's a lot to do, and now I've ventured off into video. Okay. Um, so I mean, they they, they have uh, really been a godsend to. Yeah, to I was going to ask, far. do you? I mean, do you do all this on your own? But now, now I know. Well, it's, I, in it's all honesty, you know, I have done this on my own for quite some time. Mm -hmm. um, I did have some help uh, from from a, from wonderful lady by the name of Jessica, um, but um, you know, I was doing it on my own for the longest time, and it's a lot to maintain life, and also not knowing not only just social media, but Mr. Pressing does events. And I do stuff in town, so I mean, there was so much to do. And then all of a sudden, I just started declining on all the social media stuff. And you know, I needed needed to keep that up because that was the main thing was letting people know about what's going on. Yeah. Well, Michael, Mr. Pasadena, want to thank you so much for your your time. We're a little bit over an hour here, and thank you for your great work. Thank you for promoting the city of Pasadena because as P.T. Barnum once says, something terrible happens when you don't promote nothing. And so thank you for promoting our beautiful city and for the work that you do. And uh, hopefully we'll do this again down the line. Well, Trent, thank you so much, too. Uh, I love your work. Uh, please uh, continue to do what you do. I don't get a chance to see you do too much in the, in the vein of fashion anymore. But the podcasting, you know, I've seen and I want to see more. So Sounds thank good. you so much, Trent. Thank you, Michael. Well, Venters, there you have it. I couldn't have thought of anyone more qualified to tell of all the virtues of Pasadena than Mr. Pasadena himself, Michael Calderon. So please connect with him on one of his social media platforms and to get more information on his bar crawls and his meetup groups. So, and after that, please leave a review for me on iTunes just because I hooked you up.